In the last few chapters, we spoke about how can a person motivate themselves to feel close to Hashem. How can it be that Yiddishkeit is near to you in your mouth and in your heart that you may do it? So we explained that through contemplating Hashem's greatness, every person can come to experience such love and awe. Now, not every person is a tzaddik with their heart under their control. However, what we said is everybody has the ability to have their mind under control. You could focus your mind elsewhere. You could go read a different book. You could go think about a different thought. So even if the love and awe produced by such meditation do not make themselves felt in the heart in a revealed way, at least in the mind, and in the recesses of the heart, there'll be an attitude, an approach of love. We call that tevuna. So you might not feel it, but you'll know it. And it'll be in your mind, and that will give birth to some form, even a small drop of the love. But he says, it cannot truly be said of love and awe, which must be created by way of meditation, that their attainment is very near. How can you say it's karov elecha hadavar me'od? It's very close. It's not close. Meditation requires knowledge of the subject, intellectual predisposition. You, you gotta be. You can't just tell somebody, okay, meditate. Meditate on what? They have to learn an incredible amount, and they might not have the mind for it, or the skills, or the ac- access to the knowledge. So. In the coming chapters, Rabbi Shneur Zalman will explain an alternative method of attaining love and awe of Hashem, even with somebody who has the above shortcomings. It consists of arousing the love of Hashem that's already within us. We referenced it, but we didn't discuss it. No meditation is needed to arouse it. All that is required is to recall and to make himself aware of this love. And that will motivate themselves to do mitzvahs. Since no meditation is required to recreate them, such love and awe is truly very near. Karov elecha hadavar me'od. All you got to do is access the hidden love present in the heart of every Jew, which is an inheritance from Avotenu, our patriarchs. So if it's an inheritance, you don't have to do anything. Just like if a parent passes away, the child inherits all their items by default, unless there's a a will that says differently, but by default, if there's no will, the child gets everything. That's the power of an inheritance. It's default. So too, every Yid, by default, has this love and awe of Hashem. But he says in order to really understand that we have to first explore what this love is, which level of the soul it stems from, its character, what kind of striving does it constitute, what's its aim, what's its agenda, where is it taking us? There's different kinds of loves. There's a love which seeks a unity with Hashem while still remaining a separate entity. There's another kind of love that yearns for self-extinction, and so forth. What drive is contained in this love and which is its inherit and, and in this love, which is our inheritance. And how is it in our inheritance? 
and how is fear also incorporated in it is what we will explore.